most loudness. Audio on the French. Yeah, so Cher found a hot guy today. I did find a hot guy today. He was exceptionally hot. Like How I hot? Like, I was like, mm, I want that one. Oh my god. <laughs> I want that one. <laughs> what is that from? Oh, that's a boy be- that's a boy meets world. Oh, that's right. I was like, I know what that is. I used to it all the time. Oh my god. I want that one. Oh my god. It's uh Desiree. Yes. Yeah. She's I want like that one. Now say I'm sorry, Puddin'. <laughs> Is that the same one? I don't remember. Like, no, different, per- different, oh, never mind. different. It's fine, uh, but it's uh, it was the one where she worked at. She was like from the um, um, the woods, backwoods, uh-huh. and she started working at their equipment, their sports equipment store. Oh, and she's like, I want that one. Wow, wow. Yeah, so that's how I felt in that moment. Like, I want that one. Yeah, so this hot guy, his name was like Daniel or something. Something. And he his worked name, for a company called Brooklyn Loft. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep him his name remain nameless. And, yeah, you know. so we'll just call him Daniel. Daniel. Daniel yeah. Humphrey. Exactly. He was a he was a few, he was, he was a real another, life Daniel. Yeah, it's like there's two names that are just generally hot people. Daniel is one of them. Yes. And so I searched for Daniel Brooklyn Loft. These are all changed names, and I found who this guy might be and then i googled his full name and then i found out he is married it was and of course the first thing i thought what i saw when he was married was like oh that was six years ago they could be divorced <laughs> <laughs> because that's how my brain works and i was like but i'm still thirsty forever alone forever alone oh, it's yeah. a song i just made up yep i'm gonna die alone <laughs> that sucks <laughs> And who are we? That's no secret we'll never tell. You knew we love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. <laughs> I'm S. And I'm C. And we're Gossip Girls. This is episode 14 of season one, The Blair Bitch Project. Which is a pun on The Blair Witch Project, which was famous in 1999, I believe. I have no idea. I just remember I never saw it. Cause yeah, I didn't watch it either. I thought I was really grossed out by the um, like the teary eyes and them like leaking into the... the, the Ew. Yeah, and then also scary movie period it, and it no. was really gross, and I was just like, I can't... Can't do it. So, um, but yeah. So, this is when it returns. It's been three months when it originally aired since um the last episode so it is post spring break yeah the a lot ne- of shit goes down in this the episode. Netflix description is the first five minutes of the show yes blair returns to school after losing queen bee status serena's not fond of living with her future stepbrother chuck <laughs> <laughs> i just love the first five like maybe not that's, even five that's minutes barely the first five minutes and the thing that's not even mentioned the main person is about it's i mean about those two really it's about jenny this episode is all about jenny for the most part because oh, holy shit some stuff happens jenny. a lot of stuff happens. yeah so let's get into it all right so in the beginning of this episode though there is a dream sequence we haven't seen a dream sequence in a while it's and, oh, one of blair's audrey hepburn fantasies yes and she she is i think she's holly go lightly yeah she's holly go lightly it's, a, it, it's the um big climax moment of breakfast of tiffany's Ew. Cut! Cut! 
You don't have a cat, Jenny. My name is Blair. You don't have anyone. Um, Nate comes in and in the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's this is the moment where they're like I'm for you This we're meant to be together and they walk off into the sunset and the rain <laughs> and th- this didn't happen and in uh, dream, in uh, the dream Nate calls Blair Jenny Jenny and she's like but I'm Blair I'm Blair I'm Blair and it's so pathetic sounding and she's wet and she can't oh find my her God, cat. It's so pathetic. But I also really realized how much um, Leighton Meester looks a lot like Audrey Hepburn. I know, especially in that sequence. Yeah, for sure. It's like adorable. They, I mean, yes, they're both petite white women with brown hair, but... <laughs> <laughs> also everyone we know ever. I know, God. I know so many of those people. Oh my God. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. But it's um it's a great sequence just because um it relates so much to the the book Blair and um her many sequences that she has when yeah, she's she's like in the books she's just constantly fantasizing about her life being a movie and like mm-hmm. everything being a scene in a movie and so this just like goes back to the books very nicely. Yeah, I really enjoy it. And she wakes up and she really she's back to her reality, Gerardo wakes her up and she's like, It's time for school you know And she says my favorite line, Club bed is over <laughs> Which is a play on Club Med, which that's, is a thing. I don't know what it is, but it is That's a thing. in Fort Lauderdale, I believe. Is that a place? Yeah, no, it's not in Fort Lauderdale. It's in South Carolina, but it's like a, um, it's a place where middle-aged people can go. It's kind of like their spring break. Oh, like place. my age. Yeah. Middle-aged. I'm 30. No, I'm 29. <laughs> Nearly 30. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, so she's just in her fields, having mm-hmm. bad dreams, trying to process. Yeah, and... um. You kind of all kind of pan over to everyone going back to school and getting acclimated back to the regular schedule. And um, Serena, she's trying to get ready for school and Nate is just, you know, chilling in the bathroom. Being disgusting. Being disgusting, smoking up. And he basically uh, keeps her from going to the shower, which starts from this point on the dirty Serena hair look yeah. that goes on for the rest of the series. Oh I my believe. god! So I don't, I don't fully understand this. So he's like, he tells he, Serena walks in the bathroom and he's like sitting there smoking a joint, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Okay, ladies, come out of the shower." And then obviously there's no one there because it's seven in the morning. And actually, that doesn't make any sense. There could be I think people just, there. I think he was just joking with yeah, her. Yeah, he was just joking. So yeah, but just and, and it's keeping her from um, getting her shit done. She just like didn't shower. Why didn't she shower? She didn't have time to. She was to be late for school. But it was like thirty seconds. Their exchange took thirty seconds. She could have showered. I know. I think she was just. Okay, maybe she just wanted to be dirty. That's true. S- I think she, she wanted to lean into her hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Um, so Jenny is officially in the cool girls club and, and all Blair is out. Blair's out and they all have matching similar trench coats, which we'll talk about in depth later on. <laughs> also, in, Jenny is a head taller than everyone. She is, but also, group. also, also new haircut Jenny. That's right. She, she has a new short haircut. She has like a cute curly bob and I am totally into it. Or what do we call it? A lob? Yeah, long bob. Yeah, long bob. Yeah, but it's a bob for sure, and it's super cute. I I'm had into a long it. bob last year, and it looked bad. 
No, it did not. It was, it was precious. I liked it a lot. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I liked it. Okay. Yeah, um, so they, they were just getting back from brunch. I think they, they went to brunch before school started or yeah, something. Yeah, and also $120 brunch. What what did you buy for lunch? Like, you didn't get any alcohol. Yeah, because you're 12. It's before school. Yeah, exactly. Like, what? Well, how can brunch cost $120? I have no idea. I mean, maybe in maybe in New York, but I honestly, I've been to brunch in New York, and it's never cost me no. a one person $120. It should cost you, like, $20, maybe, if you get a drink. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been to New York brunch and spent about $50, but, like still that's $50 yeah. compared. that's like less than half of what hunt that yeah I didn't get it at all so like was she covering for the whole table like I don't know and then why would know. she have to pay pay back um Penelope. Penelope like yeah also like they like they don't care about money that's the yeah. whole thing like why would you care about her paying you back yeah so this is like just a start of um Jenny's you know she's poorer than everyone yeah she's not poor but she's more poor than everyone so she She's not poor, but she's not rich. Yeah, exactly. So she she's like trying or to wealthy. live the high life and mm-hmm. having to borrow money from Penelope from Penelope. Yeah, and <laughs> they're like, oh, well, yeah, head up the next ATM because you owe her from you know money and blah blah blah. So she's starting to feel the heat, uh, the pressure of you know catching up and trying to stay in the group. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's a bit nerve wracking for. Um, for Jenny and they're talking about her birthday party because it's coming up and they're going she's to gonna a, turn 14 15 15 yeah, she's 15 oh my God. 15 and um, her quinceanera I'm kidding okay <laughs> that's what she should have gotten the quinceanera dress that was so really much better um, but yeah so she needs a dress and they're talking about like you know she has some pieces you know dresses being held up bundles but she lying yeah. so um She's trying to keep up, and it sucks because all these girls are like wearing you know, these designer labels, and you want to fit in, and there's the pressure. But I don't know, man. You can't do it. You can't, and I don't. And, and I feel like we're going to talk about this a little bit more in depth later. But I don't know. There's just this because I I've been there, wanting to keep up and wanting to belong, and then a part of me was like, no, fuck this. Yeah. Also, okay, so I'm just thinking about this. So we're in our late 20s, and we think $120 is a lot for brunch. And we have jobs. Yeah. And Jenny is 14 years old at this point, and she's like, I just spent, like, what else has she been spending money on? Like, if if I had to pay $120 for something for my parents, like, they'd be like, what are you buying? Why do you need all this money? Why can't you go somewhere else? Like, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be able to give me, like, repeated amounts of $120. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. And, I mean, you find out later on in this episode that Jenny has been, you know, selling shit to keep up. Yeah, she's been pawning all of her stuff. Pawning all of her stuff. And she hasn't been really asking her father for any money because she's ashamed to ask him for anything. So she's been just, like, sacrificing her own stuff so she can, you know, keep up. And it's a real bummer. And, um, you know, I... When I was in high school, I was I would launch a lot of like clubs and associations and like choirs that demanded a lot of money. Like the concert choir that I was in, we had to it cost fifteen hundred dollars to be a part of it. What? Yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. Holy um, shit! Now most of that money could be fundraised. Um, 
by like selling apples and, and or or during Christmas poinsettias or candy or selling ads in their annual ad book, but it cost fifteen hundred dollars, and that's because we went on two massive trips. We went on a winter tour and a college tour during spring break, which so or basically a college tour, and you would see we would perform at different colleges. Um, oh my god, that's so adorable though. It was really great, but you know, you had a fundraise if you didn't have the money, or you just if you did really well in school, like you got straight A's you would go to these spring tours for free Mm -hmm. or every A that you got or every B that you got, you got money taken off of your final total. So it was, it was incentive. It was great, but it was an expensive thing. And I knew that like, if I wanted to do this, I would bust my ass in school. So I didn't have to pay for or fundraise. And I ended up doing a little bit of both, but, um, those things I felt like keeping up because most of the kids who were in those programs were wealthy and mm-hmm. well off and my family was not <laughs> to say the least so um i had i had great opportunities but it was outside of my family out of the nucleus of my family mm-hmm. so um it was one of those things that i like had to you know you know raise you know rise to the occasion and actually get involved and actually be an active participant in my life and not just expect somebody else to give me a hand oh my god and so i understand jenny's um need and understand her um her kind of desire to fit yeah absolutely desire that's what i was looking for the desire to fit in but you know no i i like i guess i don't relate to that as much because like we didn't we didn't really do things like that at my school like my friends and i all hung out at the mall yeah there was and that mall was our this, thing yeah. yeah and like our clubs were like subsidized by school yeah see, see chicago public schools yeah that don't happen don't I'm happen we don't girl. we don't have booster clubs we don't have <laughs> any of that shit it's like y'all parents coming up a y'all going without pretty much wow. and yeah like that's what it was and like fortunately we had really excellent teachers who would sacrifice for us mm-hmm. but that that also came to a certain point so you know if we wanted to have these opportunities we would have to either come up from our parents or um, we would have to um, go to the community and pretty much fundraise for ourselves. Yeah. And being the city kid too, it was just you know a lot of pressure. We didn't really have a mall to go to speak of, so um, we'll go downtown and shop, or go mm-hmm. to like you know River North and shop, or oh, we didn't know, shop. We just went there and like hung out. <laughs> we like, yeah, there was no like hanging you know, out. Yeah. We go, go to people's houses and hang out, or like yeah. go to the lake and hang out. There wasn't anything. Um, yeah, to do. There's like, so when we went to the mall this one time, my friend bought a bouncy ball and the mall was three floors and my other friend took the bouncy ball and bounced it to the bottom floor from the third floor. <laughs> and my friend who bought the bouncy ball, this 25 cent bouncy ball got so upset. She like left us for the rest of the day. Shit. <laughs> That's funny. It was really weird. Yeah. Like, and then again, like I was, and I kind of stayed home a lot too. Like I was the kind of kid that I, I didn't really go out and really hang out too much just because like it costs so much money mm-hmm. and so when i did hang out it was like i'm going to the lake or i'm we're going to the library i was kind of a oh my god i used to go to the library too as a kid our yeah. library was pretty hopping yeah um our library is kind of shit but <laughs> our neighborhood one but i would go to the one downtown yeah. it was great that and was i would nice. go to like, museums and stuff that was kind of where i hung out but i was kind of you know i was See, i had a couple of friends but i was i mostly kept to myself mm-hmm. in high school like i think the biggest 
the biggest amount of socializing I did was in choir Aww. or like in band. And because I was, you know, hanging out with these people for like extensive amount of time because we we're practicing all the time. So yeah, I think it's really cool that you grew up in a city. Yeah, I, I, like you I were would able never to like go downtown or do things like we'd go to Detroit, but only after extensive permission from our parents mm-hmm. and like three months planning because you'd like figure out how to drive there and, exactly like, your car and where you were going there's like yeah. no train that goes there from the suburbs to yeah like i mean i was taking the public transit by myself at 10 yeah we were like you can't go you can't go to the mall without asking your mom yeah like i mean, I mean like literally like, going across the city can't get there yeah like going across the city not an exaggeration like going from if you're in the Chicagoland area going from evanston to 95th street by myself at 10 so like the city is my playground i never really had any kind of restrictions as that as as far as that goes so Mm -hmm. i never really felt the need to like go to a mall it's like what would i do that for i can go everywhere (laughs) (laughs) so um again anyway um back to gossip girl yeah but like just the 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 idea of wanting to belong to a certain group it's very it's very enticing it's very especially at 14 for sure because you're just you're just starting to formulate what your morals are what on what the ethics that your morals relate to yeah honestly i still feel like that sometimes as an adult there's like fomo going on all the time like you know i'm all over snapchat and instagram and twitter and i'm like you know what i don't like that these people are hanging out without me and then posting about on the internet i hate that like yeah, it I bums get, me out sometimes. Yeah, I, I I feel that way too sometimes. But then, um, I remember like, oh, that means I have to go outside, and then I don't feel. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that means I have to like leave what I'm doing. So, and this is why I'm always alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so at the va- the Baster Woodsons, the Basses and the, the Baster Woodsons. I don't know. It's not a good name. No, nope. Vanderwood Bass. I was calling bastard Woodson. Bastard Woods, yeah, bastard Woodson. So they're eating brunch together, mm-hmm. and Eric's highlights are finally gone. Oh my he gosh! Finally has normal hair, and also his hair is like grown out a ton. Yeah, I'm really into it. Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't know. It's like look at your hair. Finally, it's like you it's don't. Cute. Yeah, you don't look like a you don't look like a boy band anymore. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So. um I guess there's not really a point to that scene, but just to show that they're all living together. <laughs> right, but then like Bart does choose um Chuck as his best man oh, to the yeah. wedding. And Chuck is like really, really prideful and like happy about it. It's like, my dad's finally accepting me. And I'm in this moment I want to like be supportive of Chuck and feel empathy. I'm like, oh look at you. You're like bonding with your family, but then also you're a dick, so like fuck you. Still hate you, Chuck. Still hate you so much. But I can see that this is a good moment for you. Hopefully you'll grow. Mm-hmm. So um you also have Rufus who notices Jenny's happy at school and Dan's kind of skeptical about it. He's like, I don't know, those girls she's hanging out with, they're kind of, you know, the worst. Kind of great and not great. And Rufus is like, well, she's making new friends and she went to Aspen for spring break. Yeah, they break. bought her a trip to Aspen for spring break. Yeah, he, like I think her friend Hazel, she invited their family. Hazel was her name. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and, you know, she's been really happy. And I think Rufus also feels like partially guilty because. Um, him and Allison, Allison are, are breaking yeah. up and he wants to appease her and make sure that she's, you know, still well adjusted and doing well in school and well, you know, with her friend group and just making sure that she's okay and wants to make sure that her birthday is great. Yeah, because her birthday. Yeah, because Jenny is turning 15 and that's a very important age for a young girl. So, um, yeah, there it, it's, um, it's interesting because you 
understand why Rufus wants to be um, kind of, I wouldn't say standoffish, but kind of hands off. He wants to see her like, you know, let her do her own thing. Because like, you know, he's like, I want her to be happy. like, as much as I hate him, he ends up being mostly a good parent. Yeah. I think in in regards to like all the other parents in the show, he's probably the best one. (laughs) He's still like, he's still bad when he was about to run away with Lily. Oh yeah. And Dan and Serena. He was sleeping with his penis. That's that's what it was. was But also he's a good-ish parent. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, involved to a certain extent and i think in this episode too you see how he has kind of negated some of his parenting because he's gotten so hands off and he was pretty overbearing in the in the beginning of the season the beginning of the series Mm -hmm. and now he's like oh shit i've kind of dropped the ball so and you learn more in this episode how that has happened but um yeah it's it's interesting just hearing the two of them rufus and dan talk about jenny and their um their polar um, responses because Jan's kind of like I don't know those girls they're not the greatest and also like she's the youngest one I think I think her, yeah in the entire show she and Eric are probably the youngest ones yeah so like she's hanging out with like upperclassmen yeah it's, it's very strange because like yeah. I forget that she's I think she's probably the one, only one in the show that's played by someone who is actually her age yes, yes. everyone else is like 25 and playing 16 year olds yeah, exactly and she's like Which actually it's okay for us to have crushes on Dan Humphrey absolutely <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a pervert I promise <laughs> so Blair is still ashamed and she's walking to school with um, Serena and Serena is like you know giving her confidence she's like giving her the scoop of all the things that have happened over the break like is the Asian one of the Asian minions she's gone her family moved her back to Israel yeah um, Kati has gone Kati, yeah Kati's gone I'm sorry um, my bad Kati's gone um, a couple other people gossip including her own gossip is you know she's living with Chuck Bass. Bass which is huge news so it's like you're it's probably blown over no one gives a shit about yeah. what happened to you last about like you know. the, the thing that happened was that everyone found out that she was sleeping with two guys at once mm-hmm. and she was dethroned from Queen Bee which is why she's having like all these nightmares exactly and so. so like as she's walking in through the school area someone throws yogurt at her <laughs> The French Revolution had cake. The American Revolution had tea. But looks like the overthrow of Blair Waldorf, well... said you need a silver spoon to dole out just desserts which is like what? no not even someone fucking jenny we don't know that yet but yeah jenny jenny throws um yogurt at her yeah she like drops it like dribbles like it's like bird poop Ugh. it's horrible why jenny uh, she's like and everyone laughs and like everyone's looking at blair anyway as she's climbing the stairs yeah. you know it's just everyone is still gossiping about her yeah and she's just like oh god yeah. damn it i just got back to school can i live can i live please can i live and um jenny looks over at nate and they share a glance and nate's like damn jenny really yeah Mad nate's like so he he knows these girls and he's like they've been friends with blair forever and look what they're doing to her oh, hey jenny could i talk to you just for a second 
Um, I'll meet up with you guys, okay? Hey. So, I may have told Blair you told me the truth about her and Chuck. And I'm sure she didn't react well to that. But you don't know what you're dealing with here. Oh, I'm not scared of Blair, Nate. No, I'm not talking about... I'm talking about your new circle. I mean, they've been friends with Blair forever, and look what they're doing to her. I mean, you fall out of line, what do you think's gonna happen to you? Well, then I won't fall out of line. I'm not saying you're gonna... It's just... You're not like those girls, Jenny. It's weird, Nate. Since they're my friends, you'd think we'd have some stuff in common. Okay. Well, I will give you this. You've got good aim. And she says, I won't fall out of line. Like, what does that mean? I know, it's weird, because, like... It's well, just a weird thing to say about your friends. Like, I won't fall out of line. Yeah, it's, it's weird, you know... Um, Nate sees her and he's like you have so much more to offer you know you don't have to be like these girls you know you should you know just make sure you're okay you know and she's like well I'm falling out of line and she's just being defensive because she knows that like she's already kind of falling out of line yeah. and she knows that like oh shit the pressure is on they're looking at me they're expecting this particular you know status from me and I'm, I'm not gonna reach that yeah exactly and she's she's nervous for sure and it sucks that you have to be like nervous around your, your quote-unquote friends they're not her friends they're her don't be nervous friends. around your friends yeah like are your you friends? nervous around me no good i mean sometimes it made me nervous that's adorable <laughs> remember friends we started dating like two episodes ago so that's a thing we still make each other nervous it's adorable it's cute flutter flutter where's that <gasps> what are these i feel like something fluttering in my stomach <laughs> precisely murder those butterflies <laughs> that's from yeah okay so um yeah so nate he consults uh jenny and hopefully you know she takes that advice to heart but you know she's 14 soon to be 15 but she's uh you know i don't know it's, it's she's 15 yeah she's 15 and it's difficult but uh, we pan over to serena and blair who are on the met steps and i look he love it i think it, they're so cute just the two of them all they're of that so stuff. cute i love that they're friends i know and it's my favorite my absolute favorite when blair and jenny um, blair and blair, blair and serena, and serena. are buddies and best it's friends. like it's nice because there's there's a lot of ups and downs obviously with any drama you have to have like friendship dramas so like they do go off and on but like when they're friends it's so nice because, like, they're still, like, rude to each other and, you know, Blair is still There's snappy and witty, But, like, it's cute. I love it. It's cute. And, you know, you know, no one, you can never tease anyone as most as you can yeah. your best friend. But I also feel like Blair, like, never changes the way she talks to Serena. Whether she loves her or she hates her, she's always mean to her. She always says something. And so, so Serena is like, Blair, why don't you try being nice? Like, tell me my hair looks good. And she didn't shower that morning. She and was Blair's like, like, but your hair looks terrible. Your hair looks disgusting. Did you even shower? And it's it's so great. I just, I love Blair so passionately. They what? They're taking her out to dinner for her birthday tomorrow night. Table services, social visa. So Jenny Humphrey is officially being inscribed on the A-list. Wait, how do you know this? Because they invited me. But I said no out of deference to you. I just thought I could have dinner with her and Dan and the whole family. How do you manage to get out of everything unscathed? Because I'm nice. You should try it sometime. Come on. Um, compliment me. Tell me my hair looks beautiful. But your hair looks disgusting. Did you even shower? <laughs> B, I say this out of love. 
but you're being a bitch is what got dairy in your hair in the first place, okay? Be nice and neutral, and things just went back to normal. You're the queen bee, so just let nature take its course. She's so mean to her. She's so she's she is herself no matter what. Exactly. She never in with her best friend or with her boyfriend with her enemy. She is hurt. She is Blair a hundred percent, and it's um, definitely aspirational. Yeah. So um, Jenny is so she's like trying to I don't know get out of going to to this expensive restaurant butter. called Butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called Butter, which is a great name for a restaurant. I would. Like 100% go to a restaurant called Butter because it's I It's a really butter. nice restaurant. It's in Midtown. It's a real restaurant? Mm-hmm. Dang, I should go there. Yeah, it's in Midtown. It's really nice. Okay. So then she's like, I don't want to spend all my money at Butter. So she invites Blair to Butter mm-hmm. as like a thing that we'll find out soon. Well, she's like, she knows that like in order to get her to the table there, she will, um, Blair will definitely tip the maitre d' a hundred bucks, so that like well, that will cover it, so she can you know save face and not have to worry about um, having yeah. to spend a hundred hundred dollars out of her pocket to reserve a table. So butter. So yeah, yeah Blair, Blair and um, Jenny thinking on her feet. Go Jenny. <laughs> so yeah, then yeah, and so Blair accepts. Yes. Per Serena's advice, so she can be nice. She's like, yes, she'll be delighted. Oh, it's delighted. So cute. So then we pan over to later in the day when Dan and Serena are making out. Hard. They're like crazily like. <laughs> I know. Like, it's like high school. Like, oh my God. Like hormones. Hard petting. Like intense, <laughs> like rubbing, you know, pelvises. <laughs> Heavy petting. It's there like, is intense vibrations in the bathing suit yes. area. <laughs> it's like, okay, leave some room for Jesus. Like, oh my God, guys. But um, it's really actually kind of cute. And Dan's like, you look so good yeah i, lo- <laughs> you look, you I look love so you good so today. much i want to put my mouth on your mouth that's how he talks that's what he says in the show word for word he says i want to put my mouth on your mouth and then as they're making out and it was he's telling her that chuck walks in and he's like oh we're doing a dinner tasting for the wedding yeah and it's actually kind of sweet because he doesn't like you know be creepy about it. he's like oh i've already asked him to place uh, have a setting for you too it's like for oh Dan. oh chuck is trying he's being nice he's being nice because like i have a family now i don't want this to go away and it's like really sad and desperation because like it's only been him and Bart for like probably Ever. as long as he can remember so um and you know there's no mention of his mother so you have no idea how long chuck has been with you know kind of just a um an appendage to his father's life oh so sad (laughs) so sad so like he's like well maybe if i bond and like you know act better maybe you know they'll stick around so there's some desperation in um chuck's motives for sure but uh they have dinner together yeah, and so the tasting is, it's funny to me because Lily's like, the foie gras is a bit rich. Like, it's foie gras. What do you expect it to be? I mean, it's from a duck. I mean, it's from on. a murdered duck, not a killed <laughs> duck, a murdered duck. You feed it way too much food so that it does something weird and then you eat it. Oh. It's liver. I think, it, is that what foie gras is? I think, it's like, I, think it's, I think it's like livered moose or something. Ew, it's so disgusting. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, so then. Um, Serena gets packaged during this dinner. Yes. And it's porn and handcuffs. And yeah, she's, video she, porn. TVD's a porn. Yeah, she immediately goes to Chuck. Oh my God, is this you? And he's like, it wasn't me. And she gets mad me. and huffs out. It wasn't me. Like, like just like Shaggy. Me. Just like Shaggy. And um, she storms off. Blair's disgust. Oh no, Blair, Jesus. I'm going to get my rings right. Let me okay. give a pause. Serena's disgusted and she like marches off. 
and Dan, he um, takes it and disposes of it. And um, Bart actually doesn't seem surprised that Chuck would, might might have done something like Bart this. Bart doesn't have any facial expressions either, so he's yeah. Botox the hell up, so you can't really <laughs> tell what he's thinking. That's fair. But do you think that's what business people do? They just Botox themselves so they can't tell what you're thinking about a deal? Can't read my, can't read my, no, we can't read my Botox face. We're the worst. We're the best. We're the best. Um, so Jenny's hanging out with her friends and they're um talking about the fact that they left Blair alone at Butter. At Butter. Um, she Blair's there waiting has a table of eight by herself by herself and she realizes they're not gonna come so she asks them to remove the tables and get her dinner and she's you know trying to play it off that she's not hurt but she's very much hurt yeah and starts and she calls information for a Brooklyn number dun 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 so a Brooklyn I think that's in New York (laughs) okay Blair yeah and um, the plot is thinking, oh, thickening for sure. Yeah, and so at the at the place where Jenny's hanging out, yeah, Hazel's Hazel's, yeah, Hazel's house. house, she sees a closet full of clothes. Dun dun dun. Yup. And she's like thinking because like she and her friends are talking about like the dresses they're getting and how they're excited about like showing them off for Jenny's birthday party. And early in the episode, Jenny was trying to uh, get the dress from a consignment store but she didn't have anything to barter with and she's like she's like i don't i don't have anything i need something i want to dress blah 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 so she looks into the closet and sees all these beautiful 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 so gorgeous like it's a dream closet oh my god i want to go there i want to have a place where it's I also bigger than dresses. like most apartments i've ever seen or been into in new yeah, york city I think it was bigger than my old studio apartment yeah it's gargantuan so much money so much money so money so money so So money um the next scene you know jenny is back at the consignment store and she um offers up this beautiful red valentino dress to the owner of the consignment store she's like i want that dior dress and the and the woman's like um that door that dress is twelve hundred dollars you know um and you know she's like no it's fine i want that dress i don't want my sewing machine back which she sold and she sold a few other pieces but you know she tries to exchange it for the dior dress and the owner of the store is like oh wow this is like really fucking nice yeah sure you can have that dress no problem and um jenny's excited about it and when she turns to school she finds out that the dress that she stole from hazel is actually worth like fifteen thousand dollars it's a handmade custom-made valentino dress it's like also it's, ugly in my opinion we talk about that in fashion yeah we'll definitely talk about it in fashion but yeah so it's a huge fucking deal cops were called the maid might be fired shit went down and jenny's like oh shit oh shit shouldn't I, have done this shouldn't sh- have stolen a dress yeah because of course you shouldn't have fucking stolen anything dummy girl so stupid girl girl what not, are you thinking not dummy that's bad but like bad decision making bad decision making so you know it's it's a bummer that she has to like learn this lesson now but she's yeah. glad that she like, glad she learned it at 14 then like at 28 so um <laughs> yeah there it's um it's it's terrifying so blair is um hanging out with rufus <laughs> yeah so yeah she went to brooklyn because she's trying to retaliate 
against Jenny for the whole butter thing. Yes. Can we, we talk about the fact that like there was this weird sexual tension between Blair and Rufus? Yes. I thought <laughs> the same thing. I was like, oh my god, this is so weird because I've never seen them in the room together. I think it's I think it's Blair and the Humphreys because I, I also think she and Dan belong together. Oh, absolutely. But also, like, I also think that Blair has a sexual tension with anyone that she's in the room with. I know. Oh my god, I love Blair. She's so great. But the lore of Blair Waldorf. Holy shit. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. What is I'm, happening? Am I into this? Like, I know. <laughs> I'm here for this. Am I here for this? Definitely. Like questioning everything that I believe in, in the show. But they're planning a party because um Blair convinces and manipulates Rufus into thinking that, you know, like, yeah, you know, it's hard for Jenny to, you know, fit in and you know, she when she's already in the group, trying to get into the group is hard enough. But then when she's in, it's just as bad, if not worse. Once you're part of this world, it gets even worse. Yeah, and Rufus is skeptical, but it's like, ah, okay, let's see how this works because you seem like you made all this. You came out this way. Let's try to help Jenny out. Let's try to plan a party. So, in the meantime, Serena, she was going to school, and there are three cases of champagne that are delivered to the school in the courtyard. And she blames Chuck again, and everyone. Chuck again. So like, this is an interesting scene because everyone's just like, "Oh, there's champagne here. It's seven in the morning. Let's start <laughs> drinking it. Let's yeah, just start popping the bottles. Popping the bottles. That is like the privilege that you must have to be like, oh, I'm just gonna drink this out in public at my school, and no one's going to care. <laughs> no one's gonna arrest me. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. I was kind of like, I was kind of like, oh man, that sounds awesome, but. <laughs> I love champagne, but um, it was just really funny how like all the like the montage of the kids like you know popping bottles like oh my god this is awesome and Serena's like what the fuck like, I didn't do this and she doesn't really know what to say and she just looks and beelines her uh, her scowl at Chuck and Chuck you know doesn't really give any indication of what he's thinking at all but um yeah because yeah Chuck has just been told by his father to stop putting your childish desires before my own happiness mm-hmm. which is don't say that to your kid Bart like come on uh, yeah it's like, like what about me yeah <laughs> uh, like just stop being uh, this is about me this is not about you stop being a child stop being a and youth like, even though you are one. Oh god I don't know I, I kind of I don't know so it's like it's not, it's never about you I'm, as a parent. Yeah. Bart Bass is bad. It's always about your kid. Like that's what it's Bart that's Bass what you sign is up the for. opera's opposite of um, of Rufus. Rufus. Oh, yeah. totally. It's like it's not about the kids ever. It's about how the kid fits into my life, not how and you how fall into the, your child, how they make you look. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all this is happening. There's tension going on in school. There's tension going on between Blair and her plans for Jenny's birthday party with Rufus involved, and so Jenny tries to exchange the dress back, and. She's rebuffed instantly yeah, she's because like how the the lady at the consignment shop is like, how am I supposed to like, why am I supposed to care that you didn't know how much this dress was actually worth? Right. Like it was actually worth way, way more than the dress. Like she's, seven she, times amount. Yeah. That she traded it for. Yeah. And she's like, this dress was mine four hours ago. We could just exchange it back. She's like, uh, that don't work, honey. Sorry. Yeah. And Nate, not Jesus, um, Jenny freaks out. So she calls Nate and asks if she can borrow $8,000. Hello? Nate, it's Jenny. What's going on? Listen, I wouldn't be calling you if I had anyone else to turn to, but I made a mistake and I need to fix it and I really need to borrow some money. Wait, wait, Jenny, just slow down. I promise I'll pay you back. Is everything okay? Yeah, I just, I made a mistake and I need to fix it. Well, how much? $8,000. $8,000? Jenny, what do you need that kind of money for? You know what, forget it. I'm sorry I bothered you. 
because Man, like he casually has like, that very more. Yeah, I feel like he'd just be like, "Oh yeah, sure, no problem." I mean, not really. It's like borrowing. In our, in our case, it'd be like borrowing a hundred dollars. Yeah, but I mean, um, Nate's family's going through like the the shit right now. Like, That's he's, true. He ain't got eight thousand dollars because his dad like fucking fucked that over with like his laundering schemes and shit. Like money he ain't got eight thousand dollars. I mean, he probably does through like his, his mother's Vanderbilt money. But still, I think that like whereas he might actually have that kind of money, he generally gives a shit about Jenny That's and wants true. to know like. So she's um, doing okay. Why do you need eight thousand dollars? Like, are you being sold? Like, what's going on? Like, what's happening here? Like, is, are you in some sex trafficking? Like, what's going on? Like, why would you need eight thousand dollars? And that's a legitimately, you know, appropriate question to ask. Yeah. Like, why would a fourteen-year-old girl need eight thousand dollars? You, you wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't need like in a. And she's like, she sounds so worried. And she desperate. sounds so desperate. Yeah. And like, it's like, what is happening here? Yeah. And so, so. she gets mad when he asks her questions. She's like, never mind, forget it. And has the like has the brilliant idea of stealing the d- dress on and just walking out wearing stealing it. Stealing yet another dress. Like you, oh, Jenny. Like you haven't already stolen. Like she stole this dress back again. So like now like she's, she's almost selling dress twice. Oh my God, Jenny. And she left the your dress behind as like an exchange. So... Yeah, um, Jenny has not only committed one crime, she's committed two crimes with the same dress. It's Yeah, it's technically the same dress, mm-hmm. so it's still not okay. It's still not okay. And they, and no, they do not cancel each other out. Like, okay, fine. <laughs> they don't cancel each other out. Um, nah. So, Wedding Planning Lily is my new favorite Lily, I have to say. Why? Because she's so she's so snappy like that. The fall girl is a bit rich. Yeah, but like she makes this really funny any comment about like this bouquet display and how like like oh yeah this would be great at like a bar mitzvah i know but not for my wedding like it's something in that regard and it was just like yes queen yes oh my queen. god i love that she's just like she's so silly so funny and, and so Serena dry walks in and she just switches gears completely yeah she's she, like yo so i heard about you and this case of champagne at school what's going on she's are you like, acting out and because of the wedding yeah and she's like you play you've pulled this shit before you know this is kind of like you she's like i wouldn't do that you know i've changed and you know and also she has a point like how would ordering champagne to your school be retaliation for your parents or your mom oh, yeah. getting married to someone like that that's like that's not an effective way of retaliating like do something to chuck yeah exactly or to Bart, or something yeah. that would like actually fuck up their lives, not her own. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it was kind of, um, you know, she Serena blames um, Chuck again, and he also she she also tells Bart. Oh my god, yeah. And so and Bart's already like gunning for Chuck. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, there's the there's the last nail in the coffin for Chuck. So it's uh not looking great for him. Um, back at the ranch, like he have a loft. Blair the has a free ranch. I love that we call it the ranch. <laughs> back at the ranch um blair has a surprise party for jenny and um everyone's there it looks like a 12 year old's birthday party there's like streamers and there's birthday hats and there's just a massive fucking cake i think it looks cute it's very cute but like it's not for you know i I mean i wouldn't want i I mean when i was 12 that's true but not 15 15 i want all the lights off you want to be sophisticated sophisticated. i want all the lights off have like you know can like lamps with like you know scars on them and like you know or red lights and like yeah, yeah just something we're gonna, like, glamorous be, we're gonna be sexy yeah sexy birthday birthday sex birthday sex. <laughs> i'm sorry 
No, I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out what what did you do for your 15th birthday? Um, I had all my friends come over and we hung out in my basement, what we did every year. Oh, that's awesome. What yeah. did I do for my 15th birthday? Oh yeah, I remember my first birthday. I went, I went to a mall. One of the few times I went to a mall. I will not name the mall, but I went with some friends from high school, and she shoplifted. <gasps> no, didn't know until we were back on the bus. That um, sucks. And she like shoplifted a lot. What did she steal? A bunch of shirts and two pairs of pants. Oh my god, that sucks. She wore them. She wore them like she like layered them up and oh wore a bunch God. of like thin t-shirts, and in the in like I'm not gonna put this girl on blast. I'm not, I'm not gonna tell her her name or anything like that. But she, her parents owned like two condos. Like it was not like Ugh. she just did it. It's like I just like the thrill of it, and I was that's, like, what no, no, are you that's like doing. That sucks. So I did that. That was the morning activity, and then that night I went to like dinner with my parents, and I was the just like activity, and I was like scandalized. I was like, I can't believe this. Oh my God, poor so share. So I told my mom about this, and I was like i didn't tell who it was like yeah so like my, my friends went shoplifting she was like my mother was like, amused by it she was like you didn't go shoplifting like no i didn't shoplift because i was i'm too much of a fucking scaredy cat to actually do it but um i come with my friend she was like mm, that's typical like she didn't like her so she's like mm, yeah I, like she probably would do something like that oh my god so she, yeah so this is me and my mother gossiping about this one girl that's adorable but, yeah so that was my 15th birthday oh yep but um but the i i think the thing that made me the most happy about this like terrible birthday party was that ginormous cake with like her face on it and i have no idea what it's so shitty it's like the one of those like screen printed uh birthday cakes i've never had one of those i did not but i had a friend who did no not my friend my sister she had one i turned 30 this year could we do that please yes oh my god we're gonna get a great picture of you too it's gonna be amazing we're gonna have a photo shoot for your cake okay yeah oh yeah god, i'm so oh excited about this <laughs> it's the best idea you've ever had oh my god i'm so excited about this okay yeah so and she's like wearing a crown a tiara in the picture oh god so bad oh poor Jenny. and it's an old picture of her too obviously because like, she has like longer also, hair as she walks in she's still wearing that valentino dress she is and she's like mortified she's like what the fuck is going on like why are all, all you here in my house and um rufus is like oh, i thought you'd be happy she's like uh i need to go change my clothes and then you know she's like trying to take out the valentina dress the zipper is stuck yeah this expensive dress doesn't have a working zipper good job valentino labels Seriously. that's all are good for is labels it's true you know you can find really great stuff just as shitty <laughs> <laughs> as Zippers a valentina dress break right so like you know jenny's freaking out and rufus is like what's going on why are you upset that you like this she's like just leave me alone just get out of my room i can't do my dress and she's like freaking out and um rufus tries to help her he's like i have to get up some pliers i'm like you don't own pliers it's like no, <laughs> that was the first thing i thought of like you don't own pliers like, yeah okay so and then of course um what's a little what's a little girl's name the uh, one who Elise. Looks, Elise, yeah, she walks in like, oh, I'm trying to get my coat, and she opens the door, and then everyone follows in. And during this entire scene, my heart is racing so fast. For I've seen Jenny, this, oh my god, I know. I've you seen know this episode a dozen times, but like, oh my god, every time I watch this scene, my heart races so hard. It's like, oh my god, Poor Jenny. oh my god, she's gonna get caught, she's gonna get caught, and then she does, and she gets caught, and it's mortifying. Everyone sees her, like, oh my god, that's my mom's dress. And it's horrifying. Um, it's Elise like, looks yeah. guilty. She's like, I'm sorry I busted you. Like, that's what she looks like. Like, I'm sorry I walked in on this. this. And Blair. 
oh Blair she's like uh this seems private so I'm gonna go <laughs> I love her I love her so much I mean private. she's a total bitch but like in the most beautiful way and I don't know I I I get her I get her and I think I I aspire to be like her because I feel like most of the things that I think in my head and don't actually say out loud is things that like Blair would totally exactly. just say out loud. She has no filter sometimes. And it's like, oh God, I wish I could just own my my evil. Oh, I know. <laughs> I want to own my evil. Oh man. And scheme and have no repercussions. Like, yeah, that's... so we're gonna we're gonna invent a business and its tagline is gonna be own your evil. Yes. yes. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> So um, Blair suggests, look, I have a table of butter. I'll see you guys later if you want to like do something after this. Yeah. And uh, all the ladies leave and they're just disgusted with Jenny. Like, I can't believe we hung out with you. Like, you're like a thief. And oh, Rufus, Jenny. he's like taking her to bat a little bit. He's like, are you calling my daughter a thief? He's like, yeah, your daughter's wearing the evidence. Like, she stole that dress. Like, that's not hers. And yeah, it's um, it's quite the scene for sure. Um, Poor little Jay. Indeed. So uh, back to Serena. Serena and uh, Serena and Dan. They're like hanging out in the lobby area, like the front foyer outside of the palace. Mm-hmm. No, the plaza. I'm sorry, the plaza. And um, they're having like, hot cocoa, and they're trying to still catch up because they got interrupted earlier that day. And um, Nate walks up and he tells Jenny, he tells Dan about what's going on with Jenny. The $8,000. And Dan's like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, yeah, I gotta check on your sister, man. Like, she's like, she might be in some trouble. She sounds really scared. Yeah, so Dan, like, you know, leaves and goes checks on um, on Jenny. And um, and uh, while this is happening, Rufus and Jenny have a heart-to-heart. And Jenny's basically just saying, like, you know, I am... 14 years old i go to a very late school they have expectations in order for me to have any friends whatsoever i have to meet these expectations and just because i go to the school doesn't make them automatically like me blair said they told you the original party had fallen through so that they could surprise you with a better one blair's a liar you got played she also said that you were afraid the girls wouldn't accept everything about you she knew you were wrong and she wanted you to feel like you had nothing to be ashamed of was that a lie too? Where did you get the dress? And I know you didn't make it because your sewing machine is gone. You have no idea how hard it is, Dad. I sold my sewing machine, okay? What? Yeah, and a lamp and some jewelry. Why? Because I had to. Dad, you think that you can just send me off to school with a plaid skirt and a MetroGuard and that everything will be okay? I am not apologizing for not having a private plan for you, Jenny. <sighs> you think I'm ashamed of where I come from? No, Dad, what I'm ashamed of is having to bring a brown bag lunch to school and, you know, eat it in the bathroom and then go out with my friends and pretend that I'm not hungry when I go to lunch with them. You don't have to do those things, Jenny. Making a choice. What don't you get? Do you want me to choose to have no friends? Well, clearly, I mean, that's not even a choice anymore because that's just done. And it's valid, but it's also shit. It sucks. And it sucks. And I. 
Rufus like, um, I'm not gonna apologize for not having a jet for you or like having like a private jet and that's fucking valid that's too. Fair. Yeah, it's that fair. makes so much sense. It's like, you know, like yeah, I'm you know, I gave you this I gave you this opportunity to go to the school for the education. If you make friends, great, but that's not your primary responsibility of yeah. attending the school. Rufus has these kids at school because he thinks they're gonna be something. Yeah. And I mean, yes, they have potential. And I think in the entire episode, it's kind of brought up to like the whole like idea, like Jenny, you're better than these other bitches. You know, you got more to offer, you got more to the table to bring. You don't need to align yourself with these girls. You can rise above. You're better. You're better. Than but better. when you're 14, the only thing that matters is being the most popular girl at school. Exactly, and having just acceptance and being able to blend in as much as possible. You don't want to stick out as a You exactly. want to conform. And anything that doesn't go along with that conformity is, you know. Uh, you want to be a rich bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's, um, yeah, it's it's difficult for sure. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel really bad for Jenny in this moment just because I, I get the wanting of being able to belong. But then you also have to realize that, you know, you aren't rich yeah and it's growing pains and that's what it is and, and i think it's good for her to learn this lesson now mm-hmm. instead of expecting the same kind of um offering and the same kind of privilege that you're not going to receive like you're just not privileged and that's that's okay yeah. never one not everyone's privileged i feel like i just trivialize her problems a lot because she's still 14 and i'm like you know better than this you know better than this but maybe she just doesn't she doesn't she's a kid she's learning yeah. and i she's learning yeah and um it's hard to watch this episode because you know you as you know as we are in our late 20s you know we've been we're 10 plus years removed from this yeah. kind of experience and you know we we know that like life in general isn't always about conformity and actually people want to be around you if you don't conform. Yeah. People want to be around you if you stand out because you're interesting. Exactly. People don't like people with no personalities. And I think that's what her older friends are trying to tell her. Like, no, like you just Jenny is more interesting than anything else. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do anything. And I think it's for her to, you know, realize that she does have something to offer. And I think that by the end of this episode, she kind of does get that. She is able to conform, but also still be Jenny in a way that's kind of low-key beautiful and really fucked up. So we'll get to that in a moment. But, um, yeah. So, um, um, Dan comes home and he talks to Jenny about it and he offers her some cake, but he finds out that she bailed. That she left the house mm-hmm. after the other nice heart to heart about like you know, you know you're better than these girls. You'll be able. You'll be fine. You know, just get through this rough patch. It's not. The, it's not the end of the world. Hey, uh, I'm sorry for calling you like that earlier. I'm so embarrassed. I mean, it was stupid and inappropriate. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm just glad you're okay. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I do have a favor to ask you. I mean, it's not money, but I just really don't want to be alone on my birthday. Blair is at Butter. By herself again. By herself again, but then all the girls show up, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're here. And Blair's like, "Uh uh-huh. 
I knew you'd just be back. Yeah. And so like she's like you know on her high horse enjoying it, enjoying it, and so she goes to check. Uh, I think she goes to the the, wash, the washroom, and in her absence, she she, wants, see, she goes to the bar to get a drink. Oh, that's like, right. No service at Butter. That's right. That's right. So she goes to the bar, and in the meantime, Jenny has gone to Nate's house after she escaped from her apartment or the loft. I'm sorry, the loft the ranch the ranch she left the ranch and she went to nate to like talk to him and like apologize for freaking out at him earlier and then she says like i just don't want to be alone on my birthday birthday. (laughs) and i was like oh my god that is the most manipulative thing Mm -hmm. to say and she's like i asked you for a favor and so he accompanies her to butter people and the girls are just like um what the fuck is going on and jenny's like hey penelope who's had a crush on nate since forever um she's like yeah here's nate and basically just pushes him down to a seat and he's like hey what's up using him using that boy yes queen use your men don't don't you know yeah don't date them use them use them and then relation tips yes relationships use them abuse them lose them as donna as donna meagle that's why we're single (laughs) (laughs) we abide by donna Donna Meagle, yes, she's the queen. Um, she is. So yeah, so Jenny like uses Nate's good looks and charms to her advantage, <laughs> and throws him at Penelope for her liking. And Jenny takes Blair's seat, and she gives this looks like yeah. And then, and then points Penelope, at match. She says basically, maybe Jenny didn't steal your mom's dress, Hazel. Yeah, like he, essentially forgetting for right. doing that. And Hazel's like, yeah, you know, my mother has plenty of those dresses lying around. She probably gave it off to charity or something. And Jenny's back in just Blair's like that, out. and Blair is back out again. And you know, it's it's because Jenny is smart while she is, you know, problematic. Yeah, she's. <laughs> she's very she's smart she's quick on her feet she's very quick on her feet like she was able to manipulate Blair into going to butter in the first place because, because you know she didn't have money to cover the doorman she you know while she you know did steal stuff trying to outsmart people she got out of it she would go herself out and um Jenny you did it she did A it A plus A plus Jenny fuck I was like I was like, not, this episode, not getting into corners I was like and, and like in the span of like 42 minutes you've like abated jail twice I <laughs> like, know <laughs> What are you doing with your life? <laughs> like, gosh. And also, Loki pimped out Nate. Like, <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. That part. Yeah, Nate's constantly getting pimped out, though. Like, poor Nate. He's always getting he, like, used. He just doesn't even care. He doesn't even... I, I honestly don't even think he realizes it. Like, his mo- his parents are pimp him out to Blair back in the day. Yeah. And now Jenny's pimping him out. He's constantly being used and abused. Pimped poor, out. You know, I would poor feel Nate. better about that, but he's Mayo Nate. So he's it's so fine. boring. Mayo Nate. Oh, Mayo Nate. So um back at the basses back at the basses um well um serena and eric are talking and eric just says you know how him and chuck are talking and they're bonding and chuck doesn't treat him like a basket case he's he you treats know, him like a regular person. person. He's not careful around him. Which right, he's thinking with nice. kids' gloves, and he can just be himself, and it's nice. And he's always wanted a brother, and it's actually really that's sweet. So sweet. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, and it's kind of a funny scene. Um, someone see Chuck in that light because you know in the past fourteen odd episodes, Nate and Chuck has been such a villain I in the series, and you're seeing him from a different perspective. You're seeing him like, oh, maybe he does have merit. I mean, he's still a dickhead total dick but he's like he's being nice but he's being nice and he's trying to you know you know be be part of this considerate and wanting to have something that 
he hasn't had before not his family so um it's it's sad because um because he has he's had so many other things he's done to like negate his um his good Niceness, attributes yeah. now so yeah and it's just like fuck still hate him but oh kind of growing on us kind of i mean i've never still fully liked him. him i think since the last episode and i think for the rest of the series are always gonna like oh my god mm-hmm. i know the last episode he was like i can't like yeah. you can't you can't you can't beast some woman i mean sorry i just can't you I can't know. beastalize a woman you just cannot do that you cannot mm-hmm. that's just horrible but um I admit, but I, I will admit that I do acknowledge that he has feelings in his soul. But um, he caught feelings. He caught feelings, and he's he grew a soul. Yeah, and he's he's trying to do better. But um, Eric had a package that Nate on um, that uh, Chuck found to give to Serena. He didn't want to give it to her because um, he had known that Serena wanted him away from him. So he's trying to respect her boundaries. Yeah, and he also had him give it to her outside so mm-hmm. that like it wouldn't be in front of their parents. Exactly. And she opens it up and it's some coke. Oh. And Serena's like, I fucking can't with this shit. Like, Chuck, what the hell? So she goes up and she like confronts Chuck. She's like, really? I thought, you know, I thought your other shit was low, but this is ridiculous. Really, coke? I'm not going to be your drug mule. And Chuck is like, you know what, well, sorry, Princess, but I'm being kicked out anyway. Bart told me to go back to my suite. And, you know, that's yeah, that. And so he's moving to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And you can see that Serena actually feels kind of bad a little mm-hmm. bit about it, but she's not going to, you know. She's also insane. not bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, eh, I guess that sucks for it's you. Fine. But also, like, you had it coming because you're being an asshole. So... Um, Serena and the family are like just sitting down and listening to like a pianist play. I guess <laughs> that's something rich people do. And Eric is obviously upset. She like you know lends a, a, a she tries a, to reach out to him and, and he's like Eric just moves his hand and away. He like rejects hard like oh, a hard he's so pass. Mad at her he's like fuck you. And during this moment, um, Serena gets an envelope and she opens it up and she like. She flips like she's she, she turns visibly shaken. Yeah, she's physically shaken. Like she turns like white. She's like, oh shit, I have to go. And she goes to Chuck's suite and she's like, I need your help. And Chuck opens it up and sees that you know, someone named G, G has sent her all these packages. Like, hope you, I help you like my gifts. I'll see you soon. And it's letter G. And Chuck's like, oh shit, who's I'll, G? Um let me get you a drink and that's basically the episode and someone's coming to town we don't know who it is but um, it's g but his name's g they could be i don't know what's going on but like it's obviously someone from their past it's obviously someone from um serena's past when she you know pre um pre-dan before she you know she got you know probably before it could be during boarding school it could mm-hmm. be like before boarding school we have no idea who is this person but it's obviously somebody who knows about um serena's past her drinking habits her coke and drug abuse that she did and also her like you know fetish, yeah her fetishizing so yeah it's um definitely somebody scary interesting i'm not really sure i'm pretty excited to find out who it is i am super excited um we haven't had a new character in a while and it's due it's due so G yeah. is a good character. 
yeah i hope she is they are you know <laughs> you know, they he she whatever does Could, g stand for gossip girl oh shit maybe, maybe. oh my god it's uh, maybe g's gossip girl this you week i love her oh my god i'm excited to find out but uh let's get into fashion so there was some really excellent fashion this this um, episode there was also some really weird fashion there was um i want to talk about the trench coats oh my god i loved them actually there it was weird they're all matchy i know but like i kind of I, I don't know i i love a good trench coat i am here for a trench coat trench i coats are great i have three <laughs> why i've never seen you wear one have i um i don't know i don't wear them often i wear them like usually and i'm like going to like an interview or doing something like business like like i wore i last my warm one was uh went to my sister's graduation dinner i wore uh-huh. a trench coat um i, I like trench coats too i only have one though oh i have um i have a, I have a tan one i have a black one and um the one i have is a, another one's a mango one but that I one think i've seen your black one yeah it's very cute but my mango one it has a tear in it and i probably should get a fixer i don't know i'll help you okay i have i love it it's yeah. so cute i got it i got it at the thrift store and i oh, love it oh yeah thrift store fun yes exactly i got it for like t- i think four dollars or yeah. something stupid like that it was fantastic um but yeah so like speaking of trench coats blair at the beginning of when she's like trying to hide herself oh my she god her purple coat is so beautiful no, no no not that one the one where she's walking into the school it's like the sky blue coat well sometimes it's like lilac is that no it's not it's like blue oh i thought it was lilac it's like blue purplish oh, okay it's, just, it's like not white but i think we're talking blue but i think we're talking about the, same it's the one, one that doesn't have a collar and she's yes. wearing a puffy shirt under it and it is i don't like it oh really it doesn't have a collar and it's weird it okay. goes like halfway down her sleeve and then she's wearing a puffy shirt under it and you did not style that well okay i, I guess that's fair I, I i don't know i'm partial because I, I believe it's a lilac color i'm partial to anything purple okay so i'm just like <laughs> oh my god it's so cute it. if you literally just be like a purple grape like oh my god it's so cute oh my god you're wearing a purple burlap I'm easily okay i'm i'm easily swayed when it comes to anything purple good to know good to know um for gossip girl fans if you want to like you know send me things you can um just put it out there (laughs) give me gifts um me too i like blue (laughs) so um what else i was really into um i liked serena's leather brown jacket even though the rest of her latinus i really liked her jacket yeah i liked her jacket too it was like i liked how tight it was because like um I I always end up getting like bombers leather jackets. I always wanted a moto jacket, and I just I really like the cut of it. It's really good. So when Dan and Serena are making out, this is just something I wrote down. They're wearing, so Dan's still wearing his school uniform, which is like this yellow shirt, and then Serena's wearing like this yellowish yellow gown. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why she's wearing a gown. Why is so, he still in his uniform? Why is she wearing like a gown? I don't it know. Maybe she just like, took a shower or something like that. Yeah, it was. Oh, that's true because she hadn't showered that day. That makes yeah, more sense. Yeah, but it was just funny because they're just both wearing <laughs> yellow and making out in the bed. Yes. Um, um, the Valentino was ugly. I did not like it. I liked it. It was weird. Okay, so maybe I, I was maybe I was like biased because I love that color red. The like color I, was great. It was like I this very love, very red dress, like, almost like cherry red. Yeah, it's beautiful. And so it was like a straight neck, but then it had the straps that come from the middle and then go mm-hmm. to the back. And I just do not like that style. Yeah, it's also like an empire style as well, yeah. which is very was very in in two thousand eight, yeah, two thousand seven. Exactly. So yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know. And honestly, I, I liked the I liked the um, texture of it like it felt like yeah, it chiffon. Lo- yeah it was it looked like a cloud honestly like a red cloud i was really into it the bottom was really cute mm-hmm. um i loved the dior dress though the the sparkly one yes yeah i like that too i was sad that she actually didn't end up with that one because it was really pretty um what else any other fashion stuff? that's all the fashion that i have okay um musical moments 
Um, there was the um, oh, Moon River. I don't know that song. Moon River is a song from um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, that like song. the that song gets stuck in my head all the time. I love that song. I don't know why? It's one of my dad's favorite songs. Apparently, he wants me to play that at his funeral. Oh, yeah, it's actually a really beautiful song. It's about like you know this um about this drifter and how like you know how um the moon river is like his lover and like how like you know it's just moon river and me that like you know um, oh, i think i heard this song yeah it's actually really beautiful and i was like you know i'm you know i you know this two people drifting and how like you know it, at the end of the day it's, i'm just a person alone mm-hmm. but it's okay because i have the moon river it's actually really beautiful and i don't know whenever i hear like i tear up it's a lovely song um any other big musical moments um there really wasn't any so to speak there was a couple of them but not much to talk about i don't know i feel like the moon river song was the biggest one um old tech low tech jenny has a pink Motorola Razor. Yes, the Razor. Which is the best phone in the world. I never got one. Oh, my God. I always wanted one. It is so good. You should get one now. I don't think I have Snapchat, but (laughs) we can text. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never never got the Razor. I had this really shitty Nokia. <laughs> that was like um they had all the green last forever man they you do could just like drop them and they would i did last. that phone last i got that when i was 15 years old it lasted me almost my first year of college oh my god i had it forever it lasted me for three years and i, I dropped it I, I feel like a thousand times and it's big like big huge feature it didn't have a camera phone or anything it had a flashlight in the head of it so i like and it was a big like honking flashlight like it was super bright like i could see like at least 10 feet in front of me that's so great yeah i loved it so that was my phone but um there was any other low tech moments um Um, the sewing machine that was so that's technology technically okay so i i found that kind of weird like i don't sewing machines are like maybe a hundred dollars that de- depends. I don't know. She had a singer. Those could be. They could, they could, They're like okay, two hundred dollars. They're not like super expensive. No, but that's two hundred bucks that she can like spend on shit that she had to spend on. Yeah, shit. but like the consignment shop wouldn't buy it for two hundred dollars. They'd buy it for like twenty. That's fair. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not on board with her selling her stuff to make money. Yeah. I don't think she'd make that much. Yeah, that's fair. Um, anything else, Lotek? Uh nope, not that I can think of. Okay, we're gonna bring back a com- a, a um a section that we haven't uh, a um segment we haven't done in a while. Girl, girl, girl. So there's some girl moments in this episode. Um, number one, Jenny just stealing a a, a uh, stealing the dress not once but twice. Girl, girl, what the hell is wrong with you? Twice the same dress. The same dress. What are you doing? You know better? Yes. Like I mean, no matter what, you're 14 years old. You know stealing is wrong, and no matter what you're doing this for it is never an appropriate response Make for anything just or just go without seriously <laughs> you'll be fine go to the thrift store yeah it's fine. no one knows it's, it's hand-me-downs like so stupid yeah like but it's last season who gives a shit no, no one, one cares. cares girl girl okay um what else uh we did fashion blah, blah, blah. yeah and so we were speculating stra- yeah. that this week gossip girl is g g because obviously g Whoever is for gossip they maybe yeah stray observations yeah um uh, i already talked about the sexual attention oh oh my god bradforth bradforth what are you saying bradforth is the guy that eric was hanging out with 
um with chuck they're playing like video games and <laughs> and i just love the name and brand forth brand forth i just i want to make up so many other names brand Brandforth. like what's his last name Sherworth. <laughs> Brandforth Sherworth. um Brandforth Chastity. Brandforth. Brandforth Manor. Um, Brandforth. I just, I just, Brandforth. Like it's Brandforth. Sounds, like I feel like his name is a crest. Like, like Brandforth sounds like a last name. Yeah, exactly. I feel like his name it has does a not crest. Sound like a first name. Exactly. Like, with like a sword and a shield. Like, and like a mustache. Like I want. Brandforth. Brandforth. It sounds so authoritarian. It sounds like Danforth. It does. Which is an actual. Brandforth name. Davenport. Yes. Ooh, that's it. That's it. Bradforth Davenport the Fourth. Yes, I'm into it. Yes. Okay. Um, that's my strap duration, um, I think. I'm like, ah, Bradforth. Oh yeah, so when Blair sees Eric talking to Chuck, she calls him a blonde mini Chuck. Oh, and I was yeah. like, what? That no. She's they like, don't like, look the same. Like, well, like his hair, like his head was turned. So, who's that blonde mini Chuck with Just him? Just because this person is talking to Chuck doesn't mean he's a mini Chuck, right? That's and he no. turns around, and they're like, you know, Chuck's got his arm around him. It's like we're chatty, we're having a good time, and Serena's like scandalized, She's like oh, how dare he touch him? I know, so funny. Um, any other strange situations? Uh, the surprise party for Jenny Blair was like pushing her rice krispie oh treats she yeah, was like rice krispie treat rice krispie oh treat she, she was obsessed yeah i love it obsessed yeah i just oh man poor 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 jenny i know um someone called someone an upper east cyborg i don't know why oh yeah that was um that was dan he was saying that to jenny about like he was hoping that like i hope you oh yeah talking about nate saying that he didn't want uh, Jenny to turn into upper but like he but also you're dating Serena come on yeah exactly so yeah judgment less um yeah so I think that is the episode what would we like to rate this episode I give this a 10 10 10 immediately it's so so funny and I feel like this like this arc of the series might be my favorite arc in the entire series like and I'm and I'm gonna keep to that because there's so many Shit. That's just much shit awesome coming up next. stuff that happens. There's so, so much shit going on next. Like, oh my god, I can't even begin to talk about it. But uh, yeah, until so, next time. Uh, until next time, you can follow us on the Twitter. We are going to have a Facebook page up very soon. Very soon, like probably by the time this episode airs, there will be a Facebook page. I'm working on it currently right now. So um, <laughs> hopefully it'll be up and at. So you should definitely like it and tell your friends to like it. Yeah. We're also going to try to do some fun stuff like polls and questions on there. Yeah. So if you have any questions for us, personal questions or Gossip Girl questions, yes. we would love to hear them. You yes. can at us at Kale Hummus. You can at me at Share Musings or you can at us on Twitter at Gossip Girls Pod. We're going to like, you know, put, you know, at questions for specific episodes. We're going to be covering up. Um, next episode is going to be episode 15 so if you have any questions about episode 15 that you want us to answer please please send it over to us and yeah you can um, listen to us on gossipgirls.fm simplecast.fm where you can donate to us which is now live yes it is it's finally live we yeah. have received zero donations so far it's yeah. fine it's fine we'll get some right yeah probably maybe I don't know. people always donate to podcasts right I mean we're doing okay yeah 
We're doing an okay job. I mean, I think we're great. We're so good. We're so great. So yeah, just uh, head over there and we would love to hear from you. So until next time, guys. Oh, also thank you cards for Cards Against Humanity. For letting us use this space. We're in the Moroccan room yet again. And I have to say this is my favorite spot in the whole office. I think I want to record here instead of the podcast. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really chill. I can have snacks. Oh my god, I love snacks. I love snacks. I think the best. So, um, yeah, until next time, guys. You know, you love us. 